That's right. WrestleZone Daily. I'm Kev Kelm. This is the NBC Tower. We're a little late. Technical issues. Also, a lot of breaking news. And you can see it right there on the ticker right below the screen. Shawn Michaels. Is he coming back for a match at WrestleMania? We're going to find out. Uh, who are the big names that were added to the Evolution pay-per-view from WWE? The all-women's show. Raw was ridiculous last night. And we have a lot of great stories, plus your questions right there in the bottom of the screen. You guys fire them up in the chat below, and they can come up here on the screen. Now, for our podcast listeners over on WZ Radio, don't be afraid to tweet at us at WrestleZone.com or hit us up on Facebook, send us a message, or join the show when we stream it live on Facebook Monday through Friday right around 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, I'm not alone. I'm going to go to the WrestleZone news desk first. Robert Tefilis, a lot of big stories today. We're going to get into them. Robert, so much. And we're a little bit late today because all these things are breaking right before we went on the air. I know, but you know, it's a big week. Shawn Michaels is back. Becky Lynch has a major title defense, and she's got an added stipulation to her match now. Mm-hmm. So that's big tonight. week. We're taping uh, late Tuesday afternoon for you guys streaming live. You kind of already know that. Uh, and someone who was live with me last night screaming and crying in her seat. Big reveal. I don't care saying it. She got emotional. Miss Allie Darsky. Allie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Are you? Have you emotionally recovered from last night's Monday Night Raw at the Allstate Arena in Chicago? Um, a little bit, only just because I rewatched it when I got home because I was trying to find us on TV. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I, went, I relived it all over again. Uh, yeah, of course you had to go watch a show you were at for three hours. Gotta love it. Uh, we yeah. have uh, want to get your thoughts on Raw last night. A lot of big stories coming out of Monday Night Raw, and the biggest is the opening of the show. Uh, and we'll get into a lot of different things. Uh, the opening of the show was quite something. Shawn Michaels confirming officially something we've known for weeks now that he will be back for a match at Crown Jewel. But now it looks like that isn't the only match. Robert, you have more. Yes, Shawn Michaels may be back for a match at WrestleMania. This was Which is uh, crazy. pointed out by WrestleVotes yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely nuts. And they confirm a lot of stuff. So, you know... This may actually happen. Who will he face? I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Triple H, but I know people want to see that AJ Styles match. What about you, Kevin? I'm leaning towards the yes man. I want to see Daniel Bryan and Shawn Michaels. Uh, the, the One was a teacher of the other for quite a while. That kind of writes That's itself. Right. But then you kind of have to wonder who's going to be the baby face, who's going to be the heel in that circumstance. If it's going to be a one-off match, too, uh, then I think people feel like, oh, well, then it has to be The Undertaker. Allie Dar, what do you think? Um, I want to see it against Triple H just because I'm a big fan of people turning on each other. Like, I, I mean, I, I was so excited about after all the heel turns last night. I was like, it, it, they should turn on each other, and I think it would be so great. <laughs> yeah, there were a ton of heel, heel turns last night. But uh, Shawn Michaels back in the ring, is this a big uh, coup de grace, if you think, for uh, WrestleMania as an attraction? Is this a big thing? Because we were noticing last night it got a big reaction during the show for him saying he's going to be back in the ring. But I also think it's just kind of been it just we've known for so long maybe about a month and a half now that this is going to happen. Do you think maybe that didn't make the iron strike as hot as simply saying that HBK is going to be back in the ring for a match? You know what? You have to wonder, is everybody as in the bubble as we are? Yeah. Did everybody, you know, read for a month that he was coming back? And honestly, I heard the announcement and my initial reaction was, you know, even though I've known, I don't care. 
Even though he's bald, I don't care. It's Shawn Michaels. He's that. <laughs> bald is beautiful, brother. Bald is beautiful. People watching the live stream, they see this beautiful bald head every day, and it's got very. I'm just glad he doesn't have hair plugs. Yeah, there was a much better, much better option for him. Timothy Kingman in the live chat asking us, uh, "Do we see AJ Styles versus HBK? That's a match that a lot of people want to see. Uh, you could set that up. I think AJ could easily flip heel for that and, and make that a special match over on the SmackDown side. What would you guys think of that? I think it's the biggest dream match that AJ Styles could ever participate in. Yeah. And I think people want to see it, but I'm kind of with you. If we're getting the dream match with a star of today, I kind of want the Daniel Bryan match. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, you know, some other people, uh, Irish Griffin down there saying Shawn Michaels comes out of retirement to face The Undertaker. That's the only reasonable thing. Full retirement for both. So maybe a, a one last match for both of them. You know, I, that, I think Undertaker's like Vince. I don't think he's retiring until he's off this earth. Mm, true. Uh, give us your Undertaker thoughts. Undertaker should retire, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's another I story. He's not, he's not looking all that great. Just because he has a new hit doesn't mean he should be taking all those bumps. Oh. Who says Ooh. he has a new hip? Did he get Ooh. a hip replacement? Did he, he did a... actually get a hip replacement. He did. Okay. He did. All right. I know he got hip work. I didn't know if he got a complete replacement. Uh, so many people joining us in the chat. Thank you guys so much. If you are uh, watching the show uh, live on Facebook, thank you so much. Throw your comments down there. We'll try and get as many on the screen as we can. And, uh, of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you know, hit us up on the Twitter later on. Uh, but a lot of people sounding off about Shawn Michaels. This is a big, exciting story. Uh, people think it would be a nice idea. Uh, I thought HBK and Triple H were the Basham <laughs> brothers for a second, says Nishad Jawad, just based on their bald heads. Uh, yes. Uh, and then uh, many people just excited about Triple Threat. Why not HBK versus Styles and Daniel Bryan? Michael Mahoney sounding off on that one. Uh, and then there's just some people just not uh, in the, into the idea of the kind of old guard coming back. Mike Ek- uh, Mike Ezko uh, is, sends his comment in. Why keep bringing back relics? Is there no other option but to keep dipping into the past rather than working for the future of wrestling? What do you think of that? Right. There is uh, some some sentiment that people think maybe this is just going to the well too many times with the legends. I disagree. That's a very valid argument. However, I think once you get into it, First of all, they're human beings, and they're being offered a lot of money, and you would do it too. Yes. And second of all, it's still DX. It's still the Brothers of Destruction. Let let the disbelief go away and just enjoy the match. Enjoy this spectacle that you'll only get once. This isn't happening twice. Yeah, and Just enjoy this, this isn't happening twice. Now we got what will be the final one-on-one match between Triple H and Undertaker at Super Showdown in Australia this past weekend. At Crown Jewel, beginning of November, we'll get a tag team match. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. That's confirmed. Shawn Michaels back in the ring for a match. Now, a one-on-one match has a whole different appeal, and it looks like that may happen at WrestleMania or possibly before. So continue to tell us what you guys think of that at WrestleZone.com, all those different things. It's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. But there was a lot of different things going on on Raw last night, and we have to cover all of them. And don't worry, we will talk about some things outside of WWE. Hang in there, Ali Dar. I know sometimes you just think, why are we talking about anything that isn't on USA Network? This is a, this is, I have a great Ali Dar impression. I think it's a wonderful impression. That's not how I sound. Oh my! Oh my God! Was that me doing your voice, or were you speaking? It could have been. Could have been. Yeah, uh, actually, you do a pretty good um, <laughs> impression of me. <laughs> Vegas bad. He talks like you too. <laughs> exactly. I'm uh, Kevin Kellum. I'm bald. 
Uh, yeah, d- yes, it's I say I say what my hair looks like all the time. We got Robert laughing, so it works. Uh, give us your thoughts on Raw. A lot going on on Raw last night. We were there live, Ali Dar and I, screaming it up in uh, Section 115. I had a great time. I thought I was surprised how much new things they did on the show. Uh, Bobby Lashley turned heel. Leo Rush is his new heel manager. He's been with him for a couple weeks, but they really just flipped the script with them. I don't think WWE expected Kevin Owens to get such a big babyface reaction, and it appears that he is being written off some type of injury angle so that he can recuperate from that. Doesn't seem like it's super serious, though, just based on what we know at this time. Uh, Also, we got the Bella Twins turning on Ronda Rousey. And we had a monster main event, uh, a rematch from Super Showdown in Australia, a match I think was probably better than Super Showdown in Australia, and it was The Shield versus McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and Dolph Ziggler. Just a a really, really good Raw, something that Raw needed. I thought it had been kind of stagnant, some good things, some bad things, but I think top to bottom, for the most part, there wasn't much dead weight on this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. There's a great editorial from... Tyler over on WrestleZone, that Raw was great because every segment mattered, and I have to agree. We saw Paul Heyman last night. You know, yeah. we saw the Bell Twins turned, and that main event is set up for Evolution. We also saw Trish and Lita confirm a match for Evolution. Yeah, I didn't even touch on that. And how about the reaction that Lita got? That was, I mean, she wasn't yeah. uh, that Trish. That was a huge pop. Yeah. Huge. Trish was advertised, and she got a good reaction. And and now uh, there was the pop for Lita, but the thing that does concern me is we looked like we were going into evolution, you know, WWE balancing all these plates, and that the women will get their own separate storylines to build to that as the men build towards Crown Jewel, uh, which is going to be in Saudi Arabia, and the women won't be there, but that's a whole other topic. Um, but we were going to get Lita versus Mickey, and then we were going to get Trish versus Alexa, and now we're getting a tag team match. Does that dull it down for you? Because live, uh, we enjoyed it. It made for a fun angle, but does it not make for good TV and make for a good match at Evolution in Uniondale, New York, coming up at the end of the month? Um, I would have preferred two separate singles matches just because I am a huge Trish Stratus fan and obviously a Lita fan, but I think... Um, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before. I think that they can't last in a match. I, this is gonna. I, that sounds terrible. I just maybe just because they haven't wrestled in years. Okay. You know. So, you, so they're teaming. It, they're teaming it together to kind of just make it easier on both of them physically. Okay. So you still think they can go, but maybe a singles match at this level isn't something they're prepared for right now you know maybe maybe yeah. we, maybe we can do this at wrestlemania maybe we could save that match for down the line let's let's put these gals together as a tag team i said gals what am i in the 1950s uh i am being <laughs> asked though by uh smitty smith down in the chat kev did you yell at children i can confirm that i did yell at children i did yell at children it is my favorite thing to do at professional you wrestling were events. With that one kid in the back though uh, excuse me can what did you say there ali dar you were bonding with one of the kids in the back. Oh, yeah. You guys are both hands with shield. I get, I get the one kid who will heal up with me. He'll heal up. Yeah. I love I love to boo the heel. I love to cheer the heels because then people are like, what? You can't do that. And then, and then they realize <laughs> it's a part of the show, and we all just dance to have a good time. Uh, I thought Shawn Michaels would be one of the guys that would uh, stay true to his retirement, says Dwayne Hathaway. He did for eight years. That's a lot longer than most pro wrestlers do. So he did good. 
the money's good. He's coming back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, more uh, <laughs> just thoughts on legends coming back in general. Timothy Kingman says, "Let's just have a legends battle royal." Well, they they've done that before, and it's been it's been. Hey, pretty- we had a battle royal. Like, I would love night. to see that. <laughs> uh, we had a battle royal last night that a legend won. Uh, Richard Pone says he thinks he saw us on television last night. Uh, I don't know if that's absolutely true. Um, and the evolution and Saudi Arabia. Uh, promotion is kind of weird together with the circumstances. Uh, yeah, before we get into more things on Raw, what do you think of this? WWE has to now kind of juggle two shows a couple weeks ago. It was three. Uh, is it hard to keep track of everything you think as a fan just watching the TV shows week to week? And WWE has multiple TV shows as well. I think this works. I think it works because with the women building up to one show and the men building up to another show, everything can feel like a main event. But... With them combining the Trish and Lita matches into a tag match, I think it hinders evolution a lot. And that we might really end up getting a show that is good for the sake of history alone and maybe not a good show from a wrestling standpoint, which will hurt the show. And I think they're not worried about it because they're going to have the defense mechanism of, well, it's historic, and if you didn't like it, then you have a problem with progression. But if it's a bad show, we have to call it out. It, Bingo. It may be a bad show. Bingo. And and I think that would be the worst thing for Evolution is it has some things it has to live up to. You know, It's the first all-women show presented by WWE. Now, these type of wrestling shows have been presented for decades now. Uh, all, women, all Japan women's wrestling has been a sh- huge show. Shimmer, based right here in Chicago, I think has been – uh, the, the promotion that really got this ball rolling and showing off these talents all together and that the the bell to bell the bell to bell performances from the female pro, pro wrestlers could be stronger and more uh, valid, if you will. And I'm not saying they weren't valid before, but in the sense of just real fights and battles. We're going to get that at Evolution. It does have built in expectations. Alidar, do you think that's unfair? Or do you think it's reasonable? Um. I've said this before. I feel like they gave us evolution just to say, hey, sorry, you can't be in Saudi Arabia. And I feel like it just was, um, it's just like kind of like a weird sorry. That's their way of saying sorry. But, and so I feel like it. But Elidar, is that a bad sorry? Is doing something you've never done before that fans want to see, is that a bad thing? I'm not asking whether or not this is the political reasons behind it. That's fine. I'm asking, does this show have to live up to an expectation that's unreasonable? It has to be be good. It it, It has to. It has to. to Because always, okay, now here's the thing. And a few of the people in the chat have also said, I just can't stand this whole women push. I can't stand this whole women push. I love all the, you know, like, you know, women doing this and women doing that, obviously. But if this is so huge in WWE history, it has to. Otherwise, it's going to be like, oh, well. We tried it. And it and it, it was okay. We yeah. tried and we yeah. got it because you know we can't be in Saudi Arabia. Mm. It has to just to shut up everybody else. Yeah, and I agree. But, and I agree. And it also, I think it has to be good to to really push WWE now and cement it as a, we're completely out of the Attitude Era now. If we haven't been out yeah. before, we're out of it now. And and this is going to be another part of it. Another big things on Raw that I enjoyed. 
Uh, we we had a fantastic main event. It teased yet a little bit more of a turn of Dean Ambrose. I did. I thought we were kind of done with that coming out of Super Showdown, but at the end of Raw, he walked out of the ring and left Roman and Rain, Roman and Rollins laying there after they lost. It was quite a moment. Does Dean Ambrose still turn on his brothers, his hounds of justice? I think he's the lone wolf now, and I like it because he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. If he wants to team with the Shield, he can. If he wants to take one of their titles, he will. I think this makes Dean Ambrose somebody to watch going in to the Royal Rumble. And we have mm, to start looking ahead, yeah, yeah. and now we're looking at the Royal Rumble. Mm, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Another big uh, thing I know, Alidar, you lost your mind watching this. You got you got your Bella colors on. Uh, the Bellas turned on Ronda Rousey. They did the three-corner turn. They they held up her hand. They showed it to the hard camera. They showed it to the left. And once they turned with their with the their right side to the hard camera, I was like, here we go. I, I literally sent it to you like five seconds before. Are you, like, Are you serious? And then, and then boom. And they really did the beat down on her. And, of course, they're a little uh, post-web promo for it saying this is a bellolution. I think that's this bad. is that's, this. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It's corny and it's silly. And I, it's good. because I then think you can, it's great. Of course you think it's great. You love them. Uh, but here's the thing. I think it was a really, really entertaining turn. Uh, I thought the match that they had with the Riot Squad was good. It was be- it was better than what I thought I, I saw from them at Super Showdown, which was odd that we got two match two rematches from Super Showdown, which were on paper you compare them right next to each other better. And this one got the finish that we thought we were going to get at Super Showdown. We got it on TV, which is a little bit smarter. I think some fans, more fans, are going to be able to see it, and I think that means for something here. Can uh, we talk about? Um... The botch that happened during that match. <laughs> this is something I don't know if they caught this on TV. Robert, did you see this? So the yeah. the match ends with Ronda uh, applying applying her arm breaker submission finisher, and uh, that Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan are supposed to get back in the ring to save Ruby Riot from tapping out, right? And uh, save the match. Now Liv is trying to get in the ring. Nikki grabs her, doesn't let her get in the ring. And uh, I guess either Bree or or Sarah Logan were out of position. And Sarah Logan got all the way in the ring and just kind of <laughs> held her foot outside the <laughs> ring. Like she was almost hopping on one foot. And it was clear that either Sarah got in the ring too quickly and didn't position it was herself. Sarah because yeah. watching it on TV, Bree was like right there. And then she was, you could see her looking at her and then looking back. <laughs> And then Sarah kind of then starts out. That's when she's like, oh, crap. Yeah, I didn't know if that came off on television. Did you catch that, Robert? I didn't. But this is just another instance that <laughs> makes Brie. It's another Brie Bella incident. Oh, come on. But it wasn't Brie's fault. It was Sarah's. At I don't care. Look at you, Dar. Just reach it. can totally <laughs> take out Brie with an arm bar and just, just let it. Like, And I love Brie Bella. I will buy remote merchandise and i just i can't i can't support her continuing to do this if she's going to keep making mistakes uh while we're talking about the ladies of wwe live questions coming in here uh terrell Diggs asking do you think sasha banks will ever make it to wwe evolution Uh, it's not really known right now what her injury status is we don't know the severity of it but we have not seen her on tv in a few weeks now and they've moved bailey into a complete mixed tag program with balor i don't like the odds for Sasha, which absolutely sucks. She deserves to be at Evolution. 
you know, and, and there's uh, several other names I think that deserve to be there, but there are coming in uh, several of them from WrestleZone.com. We can confirm that several names from NXT will be a part of the big Evolution All-Women show. These are just coming from WrestleZone in the last few minutes. Uh, several superstars confirmed. Don't want to spoil this. You ready for this big old spoiler? Uh, Lacey Evans, Mia Yim, Rhea Ridley, and Casey Contazzo, who's a really big breakout star in the Mae Young Classic, are set to be a part of the big Evolution card. Already announced from NXT, we're going to see uh, Io Shirai, Jessison, uh, excuse me, Jess Sim Duke, and yes, Candice LeRae, along with Dakota Kai and Marina Shafir. So, uh, as well as Bianca Belair, who I think is a hot act on NXT. Yes. So, I mean, this this card is starting to tack up. I think we're going to get some type of battle royal on that show to kind of get them all in there, or some large multi women match. Well, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir should be the equalizers to Brie Bella and whomever else she brings with her to Evolution. <clears throat> Uh, while we're jumping around, just everything going on in WWE, we will talk some non-WWE stuff here in a little bit. Uh, I was asked about uh, Bobby Lashley. Had a big heel turn out of nowhere. Turned heel. I knew once Leo Rush got on the mic and just started cutting a promo while the match was going on that we got ourselves a new heel act. I think this is a great pivot for Bobby Lashley. It lends itself more to what his character is. And also lends it more to what Leo Rush is, that he's yeah. a heel. And you're going to want to see him just run his mouth and hide behind the muscle. And it'll be entertaining when these guys actually get to have tag matches. What a wild, fun dynamic. A great, small, fast cruiserweight wrestler who can run his mouth just as fast as his feet behind this big powerhouse of a guy. It has just a really classic dynamic. It's not broke. Don't fix it. You have two new guys to do it. I liked it. I thought it was a really, really good match to open up uh, Monday Night Raw. What do you guys think? I like it. I think it lends itself to some Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn tag matches when they're both ready to go. I think it lends itself to Bobby Lashley being the heel for John Cena to come back and go work against. I think that Bobby Lashley as a heel is much better. I know somebody just said he was better in impact as a heel. Yes, he was. This will play to his strengths. Mm -hmm. This is going to be good. Uh, another fun thing, and I, I, you know, people crap on the WWE writers all the time, but whoever came up with this concept uh, deserves a little bit of a bonus this week for Baron Corbin's Global Battle Royal, in which he had just uh, a rogues gallery of jabronis, jabronis, jabronis. And a lot of those were some local wrestlers. Egotistical Fantastico was in that group. One half of Zero Gravity from AAW in the Midwest. Several Midwest independent wrestlers were there. And they all got to get beat up by Baron Corbin so he could qualify himself for the upcoming World Cup tournament that WWE is going to do that leads up to Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. It was very, very funny to see him read these just jobber names from every wrestler. One guy was the Belgian Waffle. Another guy was the Chilean Seabass. Like, it was just very, very silly and on-the-nose funny. Like, just perfect. Didn't, didn't verge on too corny, just corny enough. And one guy was the conquistador whose shoulders looked familiar to me, and I never saw him get in the ring. And then when I saw him get in the ring, I was like, I know that neck. I know those shoulders. That's Kurt Angle. And I was just popping. I was just popping like an eight-year-old, just losing his minds. Uh, and it reflected uh, Raw had a good rating. They beefed up the rating by about uh, close to half a million people uh, was, was the improvement of the rating, which is good for the decline. But, I mean, that was a segment that I thought 
It went it went pretty long, I think maybe like 10, 15 minutes uh, for what that is. But it was really good, a great reveal. Kurt Angle gets in there, lays in the German suplexes, and sets up uh, him in this tournament along with John Cena in the World Cup. What did you think of that? I thought it was really fun, just good comedy with a big reveal. It was great. It really, when you get an episode of Raw like this, it makes you even more angry when the next three will be paid by numbers. Mm. You know, because... This shows that it can be done. And yeah, maybe it was a little thick with stars of the past, but it still was a great episode and it worked. So if you can put them in angles where they can be used properly, I think keep going for it. Yeah, you, you guys make uh, some great points there. Uh, once again, if you're just joining us, this is WrestleZone Daily. If you're on the live stream, if you're with us on the podcast, go check out the live stream. We do it Monday through Friday right around 5 p.m. I'm talking with Ali Sky and Robert DeFelis from WrestleZone. We got all your chats, all these different things. Let's just take all your questions here and fire them off. Uh, but before we get to that, do want to remind you, though, you're over on our Facebook page. Check out Power Slam Presents. We do this. Uh, how about this, Elidar? We get a free match from powerslam.tv. Some of the biggest independent wrestlers in the world. All these different promotions. Great little service you can subscribe to outside of the WWE Network that will complement all of that. All the things you don't get in the network, you can get over on powerslam.tv. And this week we have a great show, uh, a free match over on our Facebook that you can watch right now featuring Rey Mysterio, Kip Sabian, and Peter Nixon. Watch that match earlier. It is quite a show from World Association of Wrestling in the UK. I really, really enjoyed it. But let's take your questions Fire them off. You guys ready? You ready? Tune up. Yeah. Just take them. We're going lightning round here. We're going lightning round and see what they got. Ali Dar, before we do this, why don't you why don't you plug that Twitter? Let's get our plugs in before we wrap up here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Miss Ali Dar Sky or Snapchat, um, Ali Dar Sky Rocks. And on Snapchat, I do a bunch of contests where I give away uh, WWE merchandise. So mm. stay tuned for that. And uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at DudeFelice, D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. Yeah, and you guys can just follow me on Twitter at Kev Kellum, K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. Got some big comedy shows coming up and all the stuff I do here with Russell. Check that out. Terrell Diggs wants to know SmackDown 1000 is next week. It's going to be a big show. A lot of things planned for this. Uh, what are you most excited for that you've heard about? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio coming back in WWE is a big deal. Of course, we have that free match with him from powerslam.tv to check out. Alidar, what about you? SmackDown 1000, what's uh, what's got you salivating for Tuesday nights? Um I don't know. I want to see some I want to see some uh, like a former veteran, like a veteran take on Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm. I think that'd be great. Maybe Rey Mysterio, the right. masked the Maybe. masked luchador who has never talked like this whatsoever. Um, uh, yes, uh, some people say Rock, SmackDown, yes or no. Uh, if The Rock is on there, I think it'll be a surprise, and it'll be something pre-taped. Uh, the he'll Rock, be a satellite guy. Yeah, joke, he'll be via cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Rock will be. He will literally phone this one in. Uh, but it will still be entertaining because he's The Rock, and you're not. Live with it. What about uh, Batista? Will Batista be back full-time? At least till WrestleMania. How I think. That? I think we'll know. Next week, what they're doing with Batista. If if uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are kind of having a temporary get-together to lead into Crown Jewel, and this doesn't go beyond that, and you do Evolution next week, which was a different faction that Triple H had with Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Batista. Batista, of course, gone on to have a huge movie career and was not happy with his last WWE run. 
the match that Batista wants, I think, is the match he might get, which would be him versus Triple H in New York City at WrestleMania next year. And we, if we, if we don't get a tease of something, uh, then I'll know that maybe Batista doesn't want to stick around. I think maybe he's just going to be there for the one-off. We'll know very. We'll know by the end of Tuesday night next week whether or not Batista's going to be at WrestleMania. I think we'll at least get a tease of something that they're going to put the the blood in the water and see if the sharks that are us, the WWE universe, are going to bite at it. What do you think of that? Would you th- would you want to see Batista versus Triple H? I do. I think keep an eye on Randy Orton mm. because Randy Orton legends keep an eye on rko mm, yeah you have a good point there uh i want to make sure i'm covering all the questions here um <clears throat> kevin and robert and why not alidar who's your favorite wwe superstar very broad question but who's just someone that you've been enjoying watching recently mine's uh, obvious <laughs> well, who who's yeah, who, who 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 robert who who for who? me it is currently Seth Rollins and on the female side, Sasha Banks. Okay. All right. So, so. Time, it's Shawn Michaels. Oh, all right. All right. It's been a little bit of fun to see them. Uh, you say Bobby Roode, of course. Uh, yeah. you, you, you seem, you seem to in, in have a physical uh, episode when Bobby Roode was present in the arena last night. Yeah. I started crying. <laughs> I did. I did. I can't. I, I dropped out. The man my is so glorious. She started to cry, guys. He brought her to tears with his glory. Uh, Bill Church wants to know Will Bobby Roode turn? Will he turn on his tag team partner, Chad, always ready and gable? We saw it almost happen last night, and yeah. then it didn't yeah. because people ruin moments that I want. <laughs> they did like three turns. They did like three heel turns already that night. We didn't need another one. Uh, any scoop on Bray or Harper? Now, uh, Bray Wyatt is MIA. I don't know what is going on with Bray Wyatt after they broke up his tag team with Matt Hardy, who seems to be uh, ushering out his in-ring career for something else with WWE. Harper is almost in the same spot. His tag team partner over on the SmackDown side uh, is is MIA is miss is out of action uh, with an injury. Uh, I believe he had like a bicep or a, a, a maybe a pectoral tear. It's something an upper body injury, if I can recall. So Luke Harper, I know, did a match on NXT uh, on a house show, unannounced. It was just kind of like a surprise. I would like to see him in NXT. I'd like to see him do like a stint there and have some stuff. I thought Luke Harper is an underrated singles guy, though the Bludgeon Brothers were kind of a hot act going into WrestleMania this year. So I kind of understand where they just want to maybe put him in a holding pattern. But the Bludgeon Brothers were a hot act because they're still associated as the Wyatt family brothers. Bray and Harper could be together. I kind of threw it out there. I think Bray would be a great opponent for HBK. I think they could get the right story going, the right rhythm going. Bray Wyatt can still be a major star, and I hope he is. Robert, do you want to ask you about this? I did see someone uh, throw it up earlier, but I didn't get to catch it and grab it here. Confirmed today, we knew this was going to happen outside of WWE in the Tokyo Dome at Wrestle Kingdom 13. It is confirmed. We will see uh, Japan's version of John Cena, Hiroshi Tanahashi, take on the cleaner. Kenny Omega for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. What do you think of that match? That's right. It's confirmed because Tanahashi was able to keep his tokyo dome briefcase but and i think it's going to be a great match and i think it's going to play into a lot of the speculation that kenny omega is leaving and kenny omega might be heading to WWE because every january now we gotta wonder if kenny is gonna hit the rumble and they teased it big time on being the elite and you guys can go check that out 
but this will be match of the year probably mm. at least according to certain people and it, it's if it's not a five-star classic why did you even present the match why did you even <laughs> exactly. do it da- dave Meltzer, my personal spirit animal has told me on the internet let me scratch my neck beard yeah all that fun stuff i think just the entrances alone will get them six stars and this is going to be one to watch six stars Tanahashi- six star entrance um, oh yeah, Alidar. I know you're not super familiar with New Japan, uh, but you got to see these gentlemen. They got quite the hair on them. They got, they got, they got, they got manes. Alone, hair, hair. Wonderful. His hair does the work for him. All right, when he's That's out right. there. <laughs> uh, but yes, we're taking more of your questions. This is WrestleZone Daily. Uh, you can check this out on the on on the iTunes. Okay, if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five star review on our iTunes. If you listen to us on another podcast app, tell your friends about it. And of course, check out everything going on at WrestleZone Daily that we have over on Facebook. You can watch the past episodes. If you're not watching them live, you can watch the video version. You can now download the podcast of it. So hopefully we'll get it going or maybe we get up to four days a week. So it's just kind of an organic process. And I can confirm later this week we'll be talking to the stars of Impact Wrestling. Johnny Impact, formerly known as John Morrison in WWE, will be on the phone with him. So you get that over on the podcast, maybe even over here on the video side too. So it's all going down at WrestleZone.com. Thank you guys so much for checking out everything we're doing. And uh, remember, the very important thing to do here, guys, I know uh, sometimes we forget it with all of our predictions and our nerdery. We have to remember just to breathe and sip a little bit of our caffeinated drinks and just just say, okay, I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna fantasy book the show. I'm just going to enjoy the wrestling show. Enjoy wrestling. Bye. Boop, 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 boop. And we're off. That was good. That was really good. Give me one second. Let me uh, stop the recording over here. <laughs>